Hello everyone, a very warm welcome to Christina Aguilera Track Battle. I'm your host Bags, super fan and lover of all things Xtina. This is the podcast where we take two songs from Christina's amazing discography at random via our fancy random track wheel, discuss them and undertake the challenging task of determining which is better. Let's find out which songs are going head to head this episode. Are you ready fighters? Let's spin the wheel. Guy what takes his time, and that's going up against Love for All Seasons. Interesting, we've got two songs here chosen by the track wheel that I wouldn't say are very overly known by generic fans, but this is what Christine Aguilera Track Bottle is all about, sharing the pool of Extina knowledge. Welcome to the pool. So let's first start talking about Guy What Takes His Time. So this is a song from the burlesque soundtrack, in particular track number five, which is lifted from the feature film debut of Christina um, in a lead role uh, called Burlesque, released in 2010. And this song is one of the many cover versions of songs from back in the day. As we know, Christina wrote some original material for the burlesque film. She was the executive music producer on the film, but there's also a few covers thrown in there as well, and this is one of them. So this is a cover of the Mae West original done in the 30s, 1933 to be specific, and it was written by Ralph Ranger. Um, And Christina's version here is produced by Linda Perry. It's the only song that they've done together on the burlesque soundtrack we know a lot of the work was done with Tricky Stewart and Claude Kelly, especially the original stuff. Um, But here they are making their magic again. I know we've spoken about Linda and Christina and their magic in the past on this podcast. Um, And it's no different here. They've got a great working relationship, which I hope they do more work um, in the future to come. Um, But the one song that they did here uh, is fantastic. It's a proper throwback. Um, You know, it also is a proper throwback to the second disc of Back to Basics, which they both did together. Um, So it's nice to have that sort of little nod uh, a few years later. Um, The original version we have to talk about, uh, Mae West's version, the vocal delivery on that is very, let's just say it's very Mae West. It's great. It's got bags of character uh, in comparison to Christina's version because Christina's version is very sort of sultry. She is not doing, you know, her ad libs and her signature Christina way here. It's very, very held back and. And it's actually very, very faithful to the original, but of course it's got that Christina twist on it. Uh, there's sound effects in there and stuff which sort of lends to its number in the film, which we'll talk about shortly. Um, and Mae West version is, um, you know, her tone is uh, not as soft um, as Christina's version. It's it's very upfront in the mix, and it's it's like I said, it's very Mae West. It's a great character piece, and 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 this is why Mae West is so beloved um, amongst fans from this era. Um, so like I said, when we look at the number in the film, let's treat this like it's the music video. Um, like many of the film's numbers, um, they're sort of in place to tell or add to the story and sort of help put, put the story along. Uh, and this here is based on sort of Cam Gigande's character, uh, Jack, who's Ali's love interest, Ali being Christina's character. Um, 
you know, you can tell he has feelings for her and she has feelings for him, but like the song said, he's being complacent and he's taking his time in the chase of Christina. There's a lot of things holding him back. Um, you know, he's in, uh, he's got a fiance that doesn't live there and that sort of relationship is dying a slow death and then doesn't realise it. And um, Christina's getting a lot more attention at this point in the film because she's revealed that she's got a great voice. She's the headliner at the burlesque lounge and she's getting attention from um, Eric Dane's character, Marcus, um, amongst a lot of other people. And and um, uh, it's just sort of showing that um, him being complacent in, in his chase, um, she is sort of carrying on as she is. And the number in the film is amazing. It's really, really fun. We've got Christina doing this authentic burlesque striptease with sort of two dancers and everyone's dressed in pink. Uh, the dancers, not the band. Uh, and then there's a live band as well with like a drummer and a piano player. And she's there draped on the piano at the beginning. Uh, she's got this dress made from beads. And the whole part of the routine is that that's getting sort of whipped off and, and parts of her dress are sort of flying off into the, the other heart of side of the room and um she's having to sort of grab things to protect her modesty and it eventually it leads to her being completely nude at the end spoilers uh, but her modesty being covered um with something looks like some screens or something like that and then she's got the big feathers and, and stuff like that it's very classic burlesque very very tongue-in-cheek and it shows the comedy side to burlesque with her facial expressions and her being a tease um you know to the live band and the men around her and as we know, um, and, and burlesque fans will know this, that there's lots of different facets and different parts to burlesque. A lot of people seem to think burlesque is just striptease and having the, you know, the burly, brassy, jazzy music in the background, but it's not always that. Um, there is the comedy elements, um, there's variety acts, song and dance, more dance, um, you know, improvisation. And after sort of the 20s and 30s, it did decline. And then in the early 90s, we had a sort of... Um, a revolution again and it started to rise up again to neo-burlesque which is sort of this modern day twist on the old burlesque so it's very faithful to the original but there's all these new bits in there um you know a lot more dance things and um just generally about body movement and things like that so there's lots of different facets to it um you know like a lot of people have said burlesque the film wasn't burlesque um Yes, to some extent there were some parts that wasn't but when we look at the numbers overall um there's lots of different facets that are taken into account there's cabaret numbers there's burlesque numbers like guy what takes his time there's you your song numbers there's you know show tunes variety tunes so there is there is a very very um well researched into burlesque here um i feel especially when it comes to the musical numbers um so you know this is this is like a classic burlesque number so let's look at favorite parts and favorite lyrics my favorite part is the opening of the song um because it, you know i just love you can compare this to the may west version it's very very faithful very obvious nod to the may west version with the owls but then we have a classic christina twist on it like we've spoken about before um and this is how this is why we talk about like how well she does her covers here because she adds that little touch to it it's very faithful to the original i don't like artists that take and when they do a cover of a song completely ruin the essence of the original song um and and make it theirs like it's nice to be faithful to the original song but also have your own twist on it and Christina balances that out really really well and sets the scene um, uh, from the beginning of the song and um, it's so cheeky and so tongue-in-cheek and I love it. 
So my favourite lyric is, I'd be satisfied, electrified to know a guy what takes his time. I like a rhyming pattern. I'm an absolute sucker for a rhyming pattern. But the song is best summarised with those two words. Like, satisfied, as we know, because it satisfies me to hear Christina so at home on jazz and soul music and blues music. And we've said this before, she suits the genre so well. And I'd love to have another album like this, you know, even with like a twist on it as well. Um, she just suits it so well. And I love that she still does um, jazz and soul and, um, you know, blues elements live um, when she had, uh, you know, a whole section on the experience and, and the X tour, like it, she just suits it so well. And we know she's at home here. And then of course, Electrified, it's Christina. She's added that twist to it and it's very electrifying. And like a lot of the burlesque soundtrack, it's bloody brilliant. It's amazing. I would have loved to see the, her perform this live. Like I would have loved to see, um, you know, her taking the burlesque soundtrack on the road. I know there was a big focus on the original material, um, you know, Show Me How You Burlesque and Express. That's what she was performing a lot on the promo tours for the film. Um, and a lot of the other original material that Christina and Cher contributed to the film. But this would have been really cool to see like a proper throwback burlesque performance in the promo tour for the film, as it would have shut up those people that said the film wasn't actually about burlesque. Um, but, um, you know, and, and, and also it's not always, this song is very, not always about, the vocals it's about the feel and about the the, the tongue-in-cheek and and how cheeky it basically is so it would have shown a different side to to the whole thing but you know i do like this number in the film it is it is one of the better ones um just because of how well she sells it she's made for the screen and her facial expressions here are just brilliant and it's so classic burlesque and I mean, it's just very, very underrated. I think it's the more underrated number because uh, everyone looks at Show Me How You Burlesque, everyone looks at Express and, and things like that. But this is just, it's so unassuming and so cheeky and um, it's just brilliant. So let's move on to talking about the song that Guy What Takes His Time is up against, which is Love For All Seasons. So this is a track from the debut album, specifically track number seven um, from the debut album aptly entitled Christina Aguilera, which was released in 1999. Um, so this is um, a song, nice little song written and produced by Carl Sturken and Evan Rogers. They did a couple of songs for Christina on the debut album, but looking into these two, um, very interesting story. They're more better known for the work that they've done at the launch of Rihanna's career. They actually discovered Rihanna uh, when they were in Barbados and brought her to Jay-Z and L.A. Reid um, and basically signed her, got her to sign her record deal there and then and while well, the rest is history. And then they've also done a lot of the earlier work with her, um, you know, like Ponder Replay, SOS. Um, so very, very interesting um, that they've sort of been there uh, working with these big female artists in the beginning of their career, Christina and Rihanna. And I want Christina and Rihanna to duet or do some work together so badly. They're both made for each other. They're brilliant. Rihanna's a great artist. Um, but yeah, very, very interesting story about Carl Sturken and Evan Rogers. But they did two songs with Christina on the debut album um, and Love For All Seasons is one of them. So this is like much of her debut album tracks, very late 90s, very early naughty sounding, um, slight R&B and soul twist on this one as well. Like, you know, somebody, somebody like we have spoken about in a previous episode. And Love For All Seasons is like a mid-tempo, Christina singing to a guy and alluding to the fact how he makes her feel, which is like the seasons of the year. She'll always be there for him and have love through 
all the seasons all year round and there's all this imagery you know like winter and summer and stuff like that and 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 applying that to the love that she has for this guy um the one thing I really like about Debutina, this is what we call in her Debutina, I like the ability of her to um, sort of harmonise with herself and create these gorgeous lush tones to her voice. Um, but then with this song, we do have a taster here of the class classic Christina-isms where we get the ad-libs towards the end of the song. Um, so this is sort of a nice um, mix and match of, of the two worlds that she's basically created in between the debut album and stripped where her vocals came more towards the, the you know the front and she was seen more as a vocalist rather than another 90s throwaway pop girl or pop act um and you know this this song is is really sort of one of those ones that puts the spotlight on that so let's look at favorite parts and favorite lyrics um my favorite part for me here is the, the middle eight where we've got the best of both worlds we've got the lush harmonies um and the ad libs start to come in it's just bliss it's a thing of beauty it's very very nice um and i mean she's got a great recording voice hasn't she um it can apply to all genres and she sells it so well um but i do like it when artists layer their vocals and it's not just their voice over a beat uh, and christina does do it a lot and, and i like that about her um because it's exploring all these different facets of her voice and um how well she just does things um my favorite lyric um has got to be i'll be there for you keeping you warm through the storm i'll guide you stand by you until the stars fall from the sky isn't that nice? That's a nice start, isn't it? It's like a nod to I Turn To You because of the keeping you warm through the storm. Um, I and, and, and we've spoken about that. We know how uh, much that is a very sort of warming, cosy song as Christine has described it. And, and it's nice that there's a, a bit of a nod to that here. But also we've got this, um, you know, gorgeous imagery that's created with, you know, the stars falling from the sky. Um, we love a nature girl. <laughs> Um, and and there's um there's a lot of references to that here because of you know the whole seasons thing um so it's 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 very very nice it's very mellow it's very very sort of part of that late 90s pop explosion um and it sort of adds to that i'm glad she's got away from that um and shown how versatile as an artist she is because you know of course being a debut artist you don't have a lot of control over what goes on your album and stuff like that you just get songs given to you so this this is obviously one of that um but um you know she has performed this when she took the the album on tour this was one of the the songs that she did perform one of the album tracks um you know with her dancers and stuff like that so it, it is it is you know a song that she has um acknowledged i suppose live um you know, like a lot of the album tracks, um, this is very nostalgia-inducing. It reminds me of getting my um, my special edition debut album with the red slip disc, um, which I'm not sure if everyone has. I mean, it's a it's it's a cool version. It's got two discs in it, and the second disc has got like remixes, and it's got um, some um, you know extra B sides and stuff like that on it. Um, but I remember playing this. Uh, album so much on my my little cd player in my room and just sort of dancing around and being silly and not having a care and um you know not having to worry about bills and work and stuff like that so um this is a this is a great um 
great nostalgia inducing song for me when it comes on on shuffle um i don't listen to this song lots and lots i have to say but when it does come on it's nice it's very mellow and it's very um it just takes you back takes you back to a, a nice time where we had no care in the world and and i like that that's what the 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 debut album does and i love that christina sort of um paid homage to that 20 years later when the album turned 20 and she had all the you know the nostalgia and she was posting on instagram and posting on her social medias about the album and and how much that it is a part of her and it's a part of us growing up with her you know as fans as very dedicated hardcore fans we have grown up with her and and how she was this sort of dewy-eyed girl um you know wanting to sing and now she's a powerful woman and a powerful artist um and that's what sort of we've become as as um growing up with it we've we're without a care and um and you know we're, we're now powerful people everyone's got that power in them they really do um so you know it's very very nice um to see that she has made made a nod to it um so yeah love for all seasons very nice cute track um very nostalgia inducing so we've heard about guy what takes his time and we've heard about love for all seasons but there can only be one winner so let's get that drum roll please and the winner is guy what takes his time congratulations to guy what takes his time um the reason that i've chosen this as the winner is that i love the burlesque vibes and just how well christina suits this genre we love a cover with christina um and also the burlesque film is amazing so congratulations to guy what takes his time so the next episode we'll be looking at probably one of our more polarizing songs versus a warrior-like track from lotus that is it for today's episode thank you so much for listening um if you like the show please be sure to subscribe and leave a comment check us out on instagram and twitter at xdina track battle ta-ta